Well, we're in the book of James tonight, and I'll invite you to take your Bibles with me. Last week, we talked about dealing with conflict in chapter 4, dealing with conflict. And this message tonight really builds on what we discussed last night. So I want to, or last week, so I'm going to remind you a little bit about that message. In James chapter 4, he begins in verse 1 asking a very thought-provoking question. From whence come wars and fightings among you? Some may not hate, even of your own lust that war in your members. You lust and have not, you feel and desire to have and cannot obtain, you fight in war. Yet you have not because you ask not. You ask and receive not because you ask and ask that you may consume it upon your lust. The adulterers and adulteresses. Know you not the friendship of the Lord is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Do you think that the Christian saith in vain the spirit that dwelleth in us left us to envy? They give us more good. Wherefore he says, God is just at the fact that it is great unto the humble. Last week we looked at the fact that the cause of the conflict that we face is selfishness. The cause of conflict is selfishness. And we saw that the consequence of that selfishness is not receiving what you need and want. Because we're selfish, because we're seeking our own things, we don't end up getting what we want because, as he makes the point here, we pray for things, but if we're praying for things with selfishness in our hearts, then we're just asking God to give us stuff just so we can satisfy our own life. And then we look, we finished last week at the spiritual conflict which he said that he made it. Because he said in verse number 6, God resists the crowd and gives grace unto the humble. And as we finished uh, last week, Talked about the fact that this week we're going to look at the, look at the topic or look at the subject of justice as we look down to verse number 12. I think we could say that everybody wants justice. You were on your way to work somewhere and you were rear ended in your vehicle and you would have to call the police and wait for them to arrive so that they could write a ticket because you want justice. If you have experienced some sort of difficulty in your life or someone else has done something to you that was wrong, you want justice. We live in a world that is crying out for justice. A world that seems to find injustice in just about everything that you can think of, injustice in the way that our society has treated maybe future people, injustice in the way that uh, things have been done when it comes to how government decisions have been made, injustice in the way that the political process is made, injustice in the way that voting systems are carried out, who gets who's able to vote, who's Everywhere we look, we, we hear cries of injustice. I think it's natural for us as human beings to want justice. And because of all the injustice around us, we, we, uh, we blame a lot of the conflict that we have on the fact that there is injustice. I think it is 
So let's look at verses 7 through 9 in the first part tonight of Christ's suggestion. He said, really, some advice for justice, how that we can have this justice. Verse 7, submit yourself, therefore, to God. You take the devil and give your freedom from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands and sinners, and purify your hearts with double-minded. Be afflicted in mourning, weep like your last of eternity in mourning, and the joy of heaven is heavy. Well, he says, give us here three different things that are important for us if we want to find this justice, this advice he's going to give us. The first advice he gives us is about our commitment. About our commitment. Notice in verse 7, he says, submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. This word submit is a military term. It's the idea of being subordinated or to render obedience like a, somebody was in towards a superior officer. They are the subordinate. They are to submit. And the word resist is used in relation to the devil here means to take a stand against. To take a stand against the devil and he will flee. So we're looking at this advice for justice. First of all, we need a commitment. The commitment, though, is, is two-sided. Right? It is a commitment to submit to God, and it is a commitment also to resist the devil. I think the way that it's worded in this passage, we could say very clearly that you cannot both submit to God and follow the devil at the same time. If you are going to submit to God, that means thereby that you are also resisting the devil. We were talking just about a few minutes ago, we're seeing about what repentance means, that coming from sin and coming to God. If I want justice, if I'm trying to find true justice, I need to first examine my commitment. What's my commitment in this situation? Is it to get what I want? Or is it to submit to God? It's to submit to God, to His will, to His plan, to His work in the world. So we see first a commitment. And secondly, in verse 8, he talks about cleansing. A cleansing. If we're going to find true justice, not only do we need to be committed to God, we need to all experience a cleansing in our lives. He says, draw nigh to God, and He will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Same sense that we submit to God and resist the devil, we are to draw nigh to God. And the Bible says, He is not Draw near to God, and God will come to you. You know, when you read that verse and think about what he's saying, it almost it makes a whole lot of sense, and then maybe begins to devastate some of the people in the past. It sounds like you're doing all the work. 
and humble yourself before the Lord. Ask Him for help. Ask Him for help. Don't go all around and judge everyone else's motives and what everyone else is doing. Trust in the Lord.